Welcome to the Riding from the Inside Out, Empowering Our Horse Girl Selves podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Waldo. In this podcast, I talk about how I became a horse girl as a child and why I've returned to being a horse girl as an adult. I discuss what I've learned about why many of us are horse girls, what that inexplicable heart and soul-based force is that draws us to horses like moths to a flame, how I've learned that our relationships with horses can be an opportunity for us as horse girls to empower ourselves at our deepest inner self levels, and how by doing so, we can feel more empowered in all aspects of our lives, including in our riding and our relationships with horses. In this show, I'll share personal stories of my journey to date and how I continue to practice doing this day to day in my relationship with my current horses. I'll also periodically interview other women about how they're empowering themselves as horse girls as well. So join me as we go on this journey of empowering our horse girl selves together. Welcome back to the Riding from the Inside Out podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about the shoulds. I should do this. I should do that. Other people saying, you should XYZ or you should ABC. And then us thinking, I should do this thing. I should do that thing. What I have learned about the shoulds and how they don't empower us really at all. So let's dive right into this. How did I come up with this topic? I was out, I was out feeding my horses and um, realized they were low on water. And I decided that I would run the hose. Um, you know, it's still we're it's still pretty cold here in Montana. Um, I mean we're in winter, but um it's it's warmer than it was. Um but we have uh we have these frost free water things, faucets or whatever, spigots. Um and but we can't keep a hose uh hooked up to them because the hose will freeze with water in it and I've had that happen. So it's kind of a bit of a project to water the horses because I'll bring a hose in from somewhere else and then I bring it over and then I run it across to where the watering tub is. And the watering tub is heated, um, but it's a long story as to why we don't have electricity going to um, to the faucet that would allow the hose to also be one of those heatable hoses that won't freeze. So my point is, it's a project. As I was doing this, I was having some thoughts kind of come to me 
about how often we get into the shoulds in our daily lives and especially in our horse lives. Like, I should ride today because I should. I should, you know, clean out the stall. I should do this. I should do that. And what I've come to learn is that anytime I'm talking to myself and I'm using the word should, there is a mm, kind of like um, two parts of me happening. One part that is saying, do this thing. And another part that's saying, I don't want to. And that's the part that's saying should versus let's just do this, right? Because just listen to the words, right? I should go to the store. What does that mean? It means you feel like you should, but what's kind of implicit in that is you don't necessarily really want to go to the store, but you feel like you should. That's what a should is, right? Whereas if I said, I'm going to go to the store, you'd be like, well, darn well, go to the store. What the heck are you waiting for, Michelle? Who's stopping you, right? Like when we know what we want to do, we're pretty clear about it. And we just kind of like, There's nothing stopping us. But when we have and when we use the word should with ourselves in our thoughts and in our thinking, um, it's always because there's something that somebody, this is what I've learned, is that there's something that someone else has told us or convinced us is something that needs to be done for us to have something that we think we want or for us to just kind of be okay or be good. Um, so I'm going to give you an example of this that's not horse related. It has to do with my son. I have a, a teenage son. I have two of them actually. And um, my oldest one came to me the other day. He's actually come to me a few times about this. And he's like, I think I should get a job. And I'm like, okay. Why do you want to get a job? Oh, I just think I should. Okay. Well, what kind of job do you want to get? I don't know. Well, why do you want to get a job? Oh, because I think I should. Well, digging, 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 digging later, what I find out is some kid that he doesn't even know that well had said, you should get a job. You're, you know, this certain age and, um, you know, you should get a job. And I guess my son had maybe said, why? And the kid had said something like, well, because if you want to, if you want a car, um, you know, that way you can like pay for your car. So then this comes up in a conversation with me and my son where he's like, I should get a job. And I'm like, 
okay, well, jobs can be can be good. We're not asking you to get a job right now. There, pl- there's going to be plenty of time for you to get a job, but kind of like right now, we kind of think your job is to figure out what is it you like and what is it you enjoy and, you know, kind of explore that and do that. And of course, to your school and, 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 and other stuff. Um, but you know, it's not like we, we feel like you need to get a job or that we feel that you should get a job. But it came down to that he felt that he should because this kid had said this. And, um, I've kind of talked <laughs> as probably if you're a parent, you might might have experience where sometimes you just have to kind of talk until you're blue in the face. <laughs> it's like, we've had this conversation a few times. He'll come back to me a couple days later. I think I should get a job. And I'm like, didn't we just have this conversation? It keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. Well, lo and behold, what ended up happening is, um, oh, and there was a conversation with my husband too about this, <laughs> where he was like, well, you don't need to get a job, but if you want to, you can. It was the same thing. But then my son would come back to me and ask me, you know, again, well, it ended up that maybe maybe something has changed because finally it turns out that my son talked to one of his friends and um, this friend is a year older than him and and, and the friend um, said, who told you you need to get a job? And my son said, oh, so-and-so said it because in case I get a car. And the other kid, the second kid um, said, you don't need to, you don't need to get a car, you know, just do blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly my son's like, I don't need to get a job, you know, it's like, but you know whatever I digress if you have teenagers maybe you know what I'm talking about it's this funny thing where they're you know navigating and I really encourage my son to kind of figure out what his position is on something I don't want to give him all the answers I want to help guide him in him finding the answers within himself of what's right for him but that's the thing it's like it's like he kind of wanted to just listen to what this other kid said, right? Because don't we all kind of often want to do that? Isn't it kind of easier to just follow, you know, what anybody says, like what our trainer says, our trainer says do this. And we can just be like, well, then we can just do that and have the thing. Or our farrier says this, and then we just do that. And then we kind of feel like it, it just feels easier if we just do what someone else says to do or what someone else says we should do. But that doesn't always mean that it's right and that it's right for us. And in this particular case with my son, you know, it, he didn't need to get a job. And this idea that he should get a job was not actually true for him and it wasn't right for him but he was trying to kind of like navigate that within his own knowing right and this comes up for us a lot in life and it certainly um can come up you know for us with our horses and our horse girl life right how many times do we feel like well 
I should go, you know, um, I should go ride. And maybe we don't feel like riding. Um, I should go do, you know, I should go do this thing. I should go do that thing. And what I've come to understand is that if, if when I use the word should, it's kind of like a little like reminder, kind of like when I, when I hear myself using that word, I almost like kind of let it be a little reminder bell, like ding, 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 should, should, okay, um, should. This is something to investigate before I blindly go down the path of doing it. Because when I use the word should, it means there's something that somebody said that I feel like I should do, but the reason I'm using the word should is because there's some part of me that also doesn't want to do it. Now, I've had conversations with myself about this, like, well, am I just being lazy or am I not being disciplined or whatever? But, you know, I'm not a lazy person and I'm not that what I've found is that most of the time when I feel like I should do something, it's because I'm living by somebody else's definition or somebody else's standard. And I kind of feel like it's, it's like, um, it's like if I don't do that, I'm coloring outside the lines and I, I might kind of get in trouble. Um, but I'm not even aware that I'm thinking about getting in trouble. But that's what the should is telling me. It's telling me that there's two parts of me. One part of me that doesn't really want to do this thing. And one part of me that's buying into that it's something that I should do. So like with my riding, what I've, or my horses, sometimes I've found that, you know, if I feel like, well, I should ride. If I just give myself permission, when I hear that word should to go ding, ding, ding. Okay, what is this? What is this telling me? Where's this coming from? That a lot of times I can actually kind of cut to the chase of getting more present in myself with my situation. And ultimately, I kind of get more clarity. And often what I can do is maybe what it is, is I realize that I feel like I should ride, but I realize that I don't want to, maybe I'm tired, maybe I just am not feeling it, you know, and yet I could have a connection with my horse in another way that is just as kind of fulfilling to me. And, you know, maybe if I had made myself ride in that state where I felt like I should ride, but some part of me wasn't all on board, that I would be just riding and going through the motions and ultimately may not 
not even be having a very good ride because I'm not really present anyway and I'm kind of all mixed up and then my horse is like what is going on with this person that's riding me anyway because they sense it and they know it so it's not doing anything for them. I've had this happen so many times where it's like there's these rules like you have to ride x days a week otherwise you're not you know getting ahead or you're not practicing or you're not whatever but what I've come to understand is that riding x days a week in a should state or in a state that is not really conducive to me being present gets me almost nowhere compared to riding, let's say maybe one time where I am really present and connected with my horse and it means everything is different. That's the gold. That's where my horse feels really good and I feel really good and things are flowing and as you start to learn to listen to yourself more in these ways by kind of listening to words like should, you start working with your own personal energy in ways and understanding how to kind of flow it and um, work with it in optimal ways. And that's what starts to allow you to understand yourself more, understand your horse more, connect more with your own energy, connect more and partner with your own horse, and start having outcomes that actually serve you more. They're more authentic, they're more true, they're more what you felt, they're more what you wanted deep down, and they're more what your horse wants too. And the shoulds are not the ones that lead us to it. The shoulds, by their very nature, there is something in us that is causing us to use the word should. There's something in us that is, you know, not quite in that place. We're feeling good about it, or you're gung-ho about it, or you really want to do it. And so, you know, like, for example, maybe I have a, oh, I should ride, I should go out and ride. Well, in just letting myself give myself permission, and I talked about this in episode 11, which was about coming back to riding um, after you've had a time away. But I talk a lot about a lot of things that, you know, it's just about being present and understanding where you're at, that if you can let yourself be where you are when you feel a should. A lot of times, whatever it is that's coming up for you, that might be like not lined up 
to want to ride right then, just in giving yourself permission to pause and be where you're at, it can actually shift your energy and you may actually find that you do want to ride. But it's from a very different place, a very different energetic place than when you felt you should. I've had that happen where when I have been like, I should ride, but I've learned enough because this isn't my first rodeo um, to, you know, and I've never done a rodeo, so that's just a phrase, but you know, I've learned enough to listen to the should and go, wait a minute and pause and let myself get back to just being present in where I'm at and where I'm at right now, that just in doing that, that can shift everything. And I can kind of feel or become aware of things that maybe I was calling myself to become aware of. And then that's it. That's, that is now shifted. And now I'm like, I'm gonna go ride my horse. And it doesn't feel like I should. It feels like I'll want to. Like what I talked about at the beginning of the episode where you're like, I should go to the store versus I want to go to the store. When you're like, I want to go to the store, just go to the store. And what I'm talking about is that sometimes I can even, when I have a should, and then I tune into myself about it and just let myself be where I am, things can shift. And then I can kind of be like, I want to ride. And then guess who else is really excited when I want to ride in that state? My horse. Because if I rode my horse because I should ride, the horse always knows. Horses always know. They know. They know that there is something going on. They know that your energy is what it is and that it affects your situation with them. But if you can become aware of the shoulds, start to become aware, am I using that word? Or start to become aware of what you feel when you use that word. Do you feel the almost like a contradiction? It's like part of you wants to because you think you should, and part of you doesn't want to. And so there's two different things going on. And what that is, is that is your energy. It is your energy that is not kind of in flow with itself. And it's calling your attention to become aware and to become present and to allow yourself to open up and become aware of what is really going on and where really are you and what do you really feel and what is it that you really want and 
and that that serves you. I have never, ever, ever found that I've regretted it when I've tuned into how I really feel about something. It may not always be easy because sometimes there are mucky feelings that I don't like or I've been, you know, I've come to believe like, oh, I should avoid those or I don't like those or whatever. But I always, always appreciate it after. Always. And so this is what I'm talking about. And so this is what I'm encouraging you to think about is if you use this word should to begin tuning into yourself. What are you feeling? Where did the should come from? Who did it come from? In what context did it come from? Is it what you yourself truly feel or believe or want? The more we do this, the more we embrace doing this kind of thing, the more it serves us the more it empowers us as individuals in all areas of our lives and the more it empowers us in our relationships with our horses. So I'm sure this is something I will continue to talk about more and more and more. Um, But this is what I wanted to talk about today. The shoulds. And with that, I'm going to end here um, on this note for this episode. Until the next time. I'm so glad you tuned into today's episode of the Riding from the Inside Out Empowering Our Horse Girl Selves podcast. If you're enjoying this show, hit the subscribe button and share this episode with others. To connect with me, visit me on my YouTube channel at Riding from the Inside Out, where I share videos of how I practice empowering my horse girl self by embracing my daily horse girl life, the ups, the downs, all of it. You can also connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Riding from the Inside Out. To learn more about me and my other offerings, visit my website at michellewaldo.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-A-L-D-O.com.